You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Alan Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Alan Jerry's post-game podcast. I always say we start this thing up. Week off for Al. He's back. We were on a podcast last week. Well, we ripped through one today. What up? Oh, good morning, Jerry. One of the things I did on my vacation, uh, I didn't really go many places, but I did go to Atlantic City. Yeah. Uh, for, Which I wanted to go to, and I didn't. Yeah, I went to Borgata, and I decided I was going to play roulette. Now, I like to go, I don't like computerized games because I feel like they could be fugazi. Rigged. They feel rigged. And I also don't like games, table games, where you have to deal with a uh, like a dealer or something because yeah. I feel awkward if I'm not playing correctly. Okay. Well, it's really more so the people you're with than the dealer. Yeah, or the people I'm standing, sitting with. So the, there's a roulette wheel in Borgata. I'm sure they have this in many places where you sit at a computerized thing, but the roulette wheel in the middle is real. No kidding. It's a real wheel. Well, that's interesting. With a dealer or just... Not a person, but it the, the, the ball... The, the wheel constantly spins, yeah. And uh, when it's time for the bets to go, then they shoot the ball out. That's so cool. So you see, it's, it's real. It's the, you know, so it seems legit yeah. to me. So before I went down there, I had Googled what are some roulette strategies. I wanted to win at roulette. Mm. So there was one strategy called the Martingale system, which I guess is used for um, blackjack as well. Okay. And the Martingale system goes like this, and this is the way I was using. It. I was betting five dollars a spin. So. It wants you to bet as you know the fifty-fifty bets, which are not truly fifty-fifty, right. because the zero and double zero right. make it not. But bet black or red or odd or even mm-hmm. or half this board, half that. And it, and the theory is, if you place your five-dollar bet and you win, you bet another five dollars. Mm-hmm. If you win again, you bet another five dollars. If you lose, you bet ten dollars. If you lose, you bet $20. So every time you lose, you double your bet. That way, when you eventually hit, you get all your money back and then some. Right. The problem with this is that if you lose a bunch of hands in a row and you don't have the cash on hand. right? So when I first sat down and did this, Jerry, I started with $5 a hand. I, I was up $100 in like no time. Really? I was like, this is a great system. I never got higher than a $40 bet because I'd lost five. I lost the $5. I bet 10, bet 20, bet 40. I won. Then it got to a point when I got down to an $80 bet. I was like, huh, well, I guess I'll get it back here. And I didn't. So then the next bet would be 160 Oh, geez. The next bet after that 320. is 320 
and I didn't have that with me. <laughs> so I lost that 320 bet. And then I... You bet $320. Yeah, because I thought I had won all these. I lost all these in a row. I had to win this one. Wow. So That's true. The tough part of this Martingale system, as I come to find out, is that, one, you have to have to be able to bet 320 or the next bet 640. And you have to have the money on hand. You have to have the money on you. Right, yeah. So, like, I had to run to the ATM, but by the time I, I couldn't then double my bet, so I'm starting from scratch after being down in 320. Oh. So the other problem is, is, like, this table I was at had a $500 limit. So mm. let's say you get to the... Now, eventually... You weren't going to bet 640, would you have? I, I, at that point, you know eventually you're going to hit it and even out. You know. As long, but you got to have the cash. Well, you on might hand. have to sit there through a lot, right? Which I found out I did. So I also used this phrase. So, oh, by the way, so I I went down. Well, let me ask you this because Gina wanted me to ask you this. Okay. I said to Gina, "quote I'm down big time." She told me that at the peak, what I was down was not big time. I said, "I will." Ask, I go, "That's big time." She said, ask Jerry, what's the minimum amount you could be down that I could say I was down big time? I th- I would say 1000 Once you go down 1000 bucks, you're down big. All right. Because I-, I was down 415 Oh, that's not. And I said to her, I'm down big time. No. She says, you're not down big time. You're down, and it's a sh- that sucks. I would think 1000 bucks. you've really hit it. I bad. see. I thought you were going to give me like the over-under of 400 I thought no. 400 would be. All right. I was down. F- so I was down 415 Okay. And then I said, you know, I'm going to do my own method, my own version of that. I'm going to bet $5, and if I lose, $5. And if I lose, $10. Okay. And if I lose, $10. So two at a time. Two at basically. a time. Okay. And I did. And I ended up coming all the way back. So I was down 415 at one point, and when I left Atlantic City, I was down 70 That's all right. So I made a little bit of a comeback. Really, absolutely, you did. You had almost all of it back. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Well, that's, that's funny, though, because you could play... Like, you could be down a lot real quick. Yeah, especially if you're doubling your yes. the, the bet you lose. Those spins go really fast. They do, and that freaking zero and double zero, Jerry. Killer. Killer. They are a killer. I know. I'm well aware. I also find it. I know statistically they say every time you spin that wheel, mm-hmm. the same percentage chance of it coming out black or red Each or individual, green, yeah. Each individual spin, it's the same. But when you look up there and it's done seven blacks in sure. a row... You want to bet red. Like the probability of an individual spin is still 50-50. Right. But the probability of black coming out seven times in a row. Right. You would think is 50-50 if each individual one is 50-50, but it's not. Right. Like if you were to try to place a bet of I want to bet that this comes out seven times in a row, it's not a 50-50. Right. Roulette probabilities. It was interesting. So I'm curious. I'd be... Curious to go back and play roulette on my system, the Al Duke system. Yeah, go. I I love the idea. Not Martingale. That's yeah. I hear you. The odds of seeing ten reds in succession mm-hmm. are one to the power of ten. So it's one in thirteen hundred and seventy six. But theoretically, you've got a fifty fifty shot right. every spin. I also thought, what if I bet? Five dollars on zero and five, another five dollars on double zero every spin. Would well, I get that money? Would I eventually? 
win that eventually. But now, and I, I haven't played roulette in a long time. The bet is for the table, correct? So if it's a five dollar minimum, yeah, you could put a dollar on one, a dollar on two, a dollar on fifty fifty. Yes. So to me, I like that system you were doing. I would always put a dollar on zero and a dollar on double zero. You're right because you get thirty five bucks back. Right. And it's you know it kind of covers you a little bit. It Not does, when you're betting three hundred twenty dollars, right? But it does, and well, I've sat there when that zero and double zero it's frustrating comes out about every ten numbers. It sometimes. does come out. It does come out. Very frustrating. Yeah, I'm with you. So that you know, I used to play, I used to play eight numbers. That's all I did. I didn't do halves. I didn't do any of that crap. I used to play eight numbers, and I there used to be nights where damn, like you would make do really well. Then you have other nights you sit there for two hours and not one of the eight numbers comes out. And you're sitting there like, all right, just a few more because something's got it. Nope. <laughs> it's like there's 35 on the board. There's no, you know, 36, whatever numbers it is, or really 38 with the zero and double zero. It's like, God, you can sit there forever sometimes. And then you look across the other table, all your numbers are coming out. Right. It's crazy. And so many times I wanted to go grab another 300 out of the ATM and yeah. just put it on black or red. Sure. But, oh, my gosh, I would have freaked out. Gina said that I was visibly changed when i went down 415 i believe it like i was frustrated i was miserable yeah because you're just giving money away yes i know and then you go to dinner it's 200 bucks right (laughs) Um, like what is this costing me and then which is why it's amazing to me because you know these casinos are making money on the gambling you know they're making a lot of money on the gambling now the sports books live yeah they're making a fortune and they're still on friday and saturday night still charging 500 dollars for a room right getting it yes God, it used to be that you used to give you the room. So you'd right. come gamble and eat. Now it's like, well, you know what? Screw you. We're taking it all. Right. And you want to go see a show. That's $150 oh, a ticket. It. Right. Like, you realize a weekend in Atlantic City is like $1,500 now? Yes. You're right. And if in you, some cases more. Right. If, you, if you're if you using money to gamble, yeah. you're putting that as part of your entertainment. Hell yeah. Nuts. It's nuts. It's, again, the value of a buck, man. Like nothing. Nothing. Then I saw something somewhat... Uh, caught my eye and was a little bit disturbing. Uh, while I was watching the Boomer renovation show Friday yeah. night, I was watching it live on mm-hmm. CBS. I DVR'd it myself. An ad came on, a commercial. Okay, I just zipped through these. Okay. For Gillette Venus. Okay. It is a woman's razor. All right. The ad was a woman in a, uh, in her panties. A woman in panties, Jerry. Right. Running the razor on the outline of her panties. So they were telling you this is to shave your vagina and this is what it looks like. It You're was welcome, wild. Eddie. You're welcome. <laughs> it was wild. Yeah, I didn't see that. I'll I still have it on DVR. She went, she went like this, Jerry. She had the bikini bottom on. Then she went like this around the top of her bikini. Then a, up her inner thigh where hairs would be. And then the other side, it was like Gillette Venus. You could Google it. I, I or YouTube it. It's there. Gillette Venus. Yeah. It, was, it threw me off because I was like, wow, this is a family show. It's a, you know, renovation. Yeah. He was renovating an old, his old coach who's like a father, father to him. And that's what we saw. Wow. It was crazy stuff. Let me know if there's audio that comes up here. I'll stop it if it does. Okay. Do you hear anything? I don't hear anything, now. All right, so far so good, but hold on because this is the ad. Now tell me. No, you're still good. Still nothing? Still nothing. 
Are you seeing this woman in her gray panties? No, I'm seeing a woman that's reviewing the blade. Oh. That's the problem. Yeah. I mean, come on. Commercial. Let's see if I the can Gillette do. Venus. Let's see. I think it came out in April, this commercial, because I did Google it, and somebody wrote a story about it on the internet about how kind of sexy it was. Yeah, I'm seeing it now. You see it now, right? Yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, my gosh. That was on my big screen TV, Jerry, while I was trying to watch a renovation How many renovation times did you watch show. it, Al? <laughs> well, I had to go back and just double check a <laughs> things. That's funny. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah. That is some... Uh... Wow, even this one. My God, these commercials are crazy. I know. It's getting nuts. This is three women. Three women. Yes. Gosh. This is Gillette. How about this? So this is the commercial. Eddie, I swear to God, if you put this on, I'm going to smash you. <laughs> they have three women in, in panties, as you like to say, and they st- they stand in front of a pool, and they come stand in front of a bush. Really? Like a, a small little... Like a bonsai bush that mm-hmm. Danielson used to cut in uh, the Karate Kid. Yeah. And it's right in front of their area. Oh, is that right? <laughs> I these, know what Al will be Googling later today. These uh, razor, female razor commercials are getting... A little risque. Getting spicy. I guess so. Holy spicy. cow. Spicy. That's funny. I watched uh, two different reality shows during my break as well, Jerry, that I thought you needed to know existed. Okay. One, do you remember there was a, a thing that came out? It did not last very long. It was a... It was a service called Quibi or Quibi. It was supposed yeah, to be. Yeah, I think so. It was an app that was supposed to be 10-minute shows. Yes. Like you'd be, Oh, yeah, I do remember that, yeah. actually. Yes. Well, that, I guess, failed. Okay. But Roku, the Roku channels, yeah. they bought up all of their programming. So they have the programming all, that failed? Well, the, the app, the app failed, failed because it was a paid service. Got it. But Roku, I guess, bought up their programming and put it on their various Roku okay. channels. So we came across two things I love, Jerry. I love murder mysteries, and I love house renovation shows. Right. Those are my two. So a show popped up on the Roku channel called Murder House Flip. Oh, wow. And they That's found, right up your alley. Yeah. They found people who, unbeknownst to them, moved into a house where a murder had occurred. Wow. And the house had bad vibes. And they would come in and renovate the house to make it not... like. In particular, where the murder had taken sure, place. Sure, sure. Well, you got to redo that room. There were people, Jerry, in a house in California. Yeah. Who knowingly were using the bathtub where a person was murdered. The same bathtub. They didn't put a new bathtub in. Yeah, that I couldn't do. Or the tile. That I couldn't do. That would have to be redone before I moved in. Correct. If I even would move in. Right. I would not move in. Yeah, I don't know that I could. But I think, I shouldn't say that. I think if the house was gutted, I think I could. Because to me, it's not the same house then. Right. Yes, it's where it happened, but it's not. It, everything's different. Right. Like when they redid this couple's bathroom. Right. It looked very different than the murder bathroom. Right. But prior to that, it looked like a murder bathroom. And they were using it. And they were using it. Yeah. I couldn't move in until everything was completely rehauled. No way. Yeah. And redesigned. And yeah, that would not work for me. Now, the Discovery Company of Networks. They own HGTV and the ID channel. Yeah. Why don't they do a show like this? You're right. Someone wasn't thinking. Because this could be all over the country people move into these murder houses. I would. Sadly, it happens a lot. Yeah. I, I guess it, I guess you could find enough home. But you also got to get the people to agree to do it. Yeah. Well, this group, all these people just lived in California. These oh, were just God. California murder homes. Wow. I guess they probably had ideas for other seasons, but 
the Quibi went out of business. Right. So uh, it did look interesting, though, because they showed the house, pictures of the house right. on the news or in newspapers from the murder, and then the people today. Not only that, all the people, Jerry, they were so, these people were like, this is their life savings they put into this house. Then they found out a murder occurred. Oh, they didn't know. No, none of these people knew. Oof. And they were like the laughing stock of the neighbor, or not the laughing stock, but people would look at them like, oh, those are the people that live in the creepy murder house. Yeah. So it was cool when they fixed them up. Yeah, you're looking at the them like, happy. oh, poor people are in a murder house. Yeah. Or look at those weirdos. They bought the murder house. Yeah, It's hard if you don't know, though. And then another program I started watching was... Oh, you're grinning. This can't be good. This is called Prisoner of Love. Yeah. It is uh, about a matchmaker Mm -hmm. who matches prisoners with people on the outside. Right. Okay. Weird. You think? I mean, honestly, anybody that's writing, like, letters to prisoners looking for love first yeah. is a problem, too. Now we have someone that's matchmaking people. Yeah, and v- getting setting them up with video chats. Like, I'm sure they are. How, like, how would you... Like, I find it hard to trust anybody in general. But how do you trust someone that's committed a crime that they're behind bars for? Right. Ever. It was... And they were, like, drug offenses, theft, burglary... Grand Theft Auto. And I'm not saying someone you know. I'm right. saying you don't know this don't person. Know and the first time you're meeting them, they're in prison. And and all of their reasons for doing it were like, they go, well, I haven't had much luck dating. Look in the mirror. So I thought I would try prisoners. Oh, my God. I tell you, we are a weird society. Yeah. And weirder still that I watched. I watched the, I'm, I'm you done know, with the series. That's a great point. You're actually going to help. Bring it back yeah, by I'm, viewing it. I'm caught up on the series right now. Oh. Five episodes in. I, I did all five already. Oh, God. This is what I did with my time. i tell you, man. I, and, you know, talk about society. I had the great pleasure of watching my son play this weekend at a tournament. It wasn't our team. He played in a different team. And walking around the, the facility, a lot of fields. Parents are nuts. Like, worse than I ever thought. Like, I'm always in the dugout. And you hear some things, but nothing... Being able to watch and listen, they're all crazy. Yeah. Like, parent, and, you know, this goes to where, you know, you're talking about matchmaking people in prison. Even no, quote unquote normal people are nuts. We're doomed. We, we are, are doomed, doomed as Jerry. a society. But it makes me feel better about myself because I always feel like I'm better than society. So far. So far. You haven't snapped. Right. Yet. So far. That's a good thing. That's a good point. I mean, at some point, these people were better than society, too. That's true. And then it went badly. It went sideways. At one some day. point, it went sideways. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jerry, let's do the warm up program. All right. That was a pretty good one today. And we'll be back tomorrow with it. We will see you then. Tomorrow, by the way, on a Wednesday. So. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Your official station to talk Brooklyn Nets. The Fan on 1019 FM and the Odyssey app. Good 
and Jerry. Don't worry, it's only an hour long, and most days it doesn't suck. All right, what do you say we do this? We start sort of a new year because it's NFL week number one. It is the warm-up show until 6 o'clock. We've got the Eddie Scazzeri back. He is not retired yet, nor has the guy to my left. He is back for another year, not letting him leave just yet. His name is Al Carter-Dukes. What is up? Good morning, Jerry. Got to turn your mic on. That does help. I know you've been away a while, but you usually turn the mic on to talk. Oh, this is, by the way, year 15. I know. The, for Boomer I, being the morning mayor. Here. That freaks me out. Year 15, the beginning. It, that's a bit much. I do remember thinking, like, when I when I met with Boomer and Carton, to, uh, uh, and they offered me the Give job. Give us five. Legitimately. I was like, listen, if we have five years out of this, I am in golden. Yeah. Be and if longest... Craig didn't get into trouble, we'd be at year 15 with that. I'd be, I, I was like, if, we get f- if I get five years out of this, it'd be the longest running show I've ever worked on. But here we are now, Boomer starting year 15, the morning mayor. Yeah, and as Eddie just said, my headset, because yeah. he doesn't turn his mic on, year 33 for him at the radio year station. It's unbelievable yeah. what goes on here. How about that? I thought in radio everyone got fired all the time. Not here. Not here. Which Eddie's is a good been thing. 33 years. A couple of people would certainly disagree with that statement, but for the most part, <laughs> right. including the guy I worked with last week who made reference to it several times. <laughs> and by the way, Jerry, I must say... Uh, I I did not listen to you and Sal while oh. I was off because I I like to check out. Okay, you know, I know Jerry, you do. I need to relax a little bit. I did follow uh, sports news, right? So I know what went on, and I watched all the Mets and Yankee highlights every morning. Yeah, but and you, we know Twitter hates everything. Yes, the Twitter people loved you and Sal. Yeah, I was surprised by that. They really liked. I you. thought they would kill us. And in fact, the only criticism I saw, which I love, is uh, Sal's too energetic. Oh yeah, because you don't want you don't want an entertaining, <laughs> energetic person on the radio. So definitely, what a great criticism! It's Monday morning, yeah. and I knew it. I just let him go. I just yeah. kind of opened the show the and Mets let him nonsense. go. And he started with "Get lost, <laughs> get him out." I'm like, "Wow, okay, six o'clock. Good morning. It people, was awesome, Jerry." People were calling for the firings of Boomer and Gino. No, no they were. They, they not. were. No, and they were for not. you and Sal to replace. They were. Not. So no I would be very. Very nervous if Stop. I was if I was a talk show team around here. We had a lot. Of, we actually had a lot of fun. I yeah. thought it went very smoothly. That's what I heard, if you will. So I it was heard. Good. I heard only good things. But I could, you know, you know this though. I could work. There's a couple of people I could work with. You for sure, and him. I mean, those two guys. I don't know. Those two guys. You're one of them. You're right in front of me. <laughs> you two guys. Why don't we get it very three, easy? Why don't we get a three way dance going? Me, you, and Sal. You want a threesome with Sal? Yeah. That seems for weird. a show, for a show. Okay, well maybe yeah. a show. We could do that. Where do we? go, He was disappointed. The... I'm not going to lie. As and everybody was great. You know, Flegelman was great, and and Big Zoo was great. And someone and Rascona was great. He was in there one day, but he did say on more than one occasion, "This has been awesome." But if we had Alan Eddie in there, like it would feel like oh the yeah, more, like be a know, show different. Yes, We'd well, be it, a wasn't, show, it was Jerry. a show. Oh, you did still do a show, but. He would have liked you guys. All right. I said, I agree. Yeah, I like work. I like Sal. I know you do. You're a big fan. I told him that. Big fan of Sal. He also, because of that, he's very nervous. Because he thinks you're listening and judging him on the way in. (laughs) No, there's no judgment. I like, I already like him. He's already already passed. That is true. I did watch a documentary uh, series on Showtime uh, during my break called, it was about the comedy. It was about the comedy store in Los Angeles. It was about this, uh, the woman, Mitzi Shore, who ran the place. I want to be more like her. She's just blunt and says, you stink, you Get suck, out. you're good, let's go. Yeah. That's what I want to do, Jerry. You don't want to massage people's egos? No. I just want to say, if you stink, get off, and you're good, yeah. Sal, get on. Well, Let's go. That was prior her livelihood, owning that club. It so if was. you stunk, she stunk. Exactly, Jerry. Yeah. And she made her break 
make or break careers. I wonder if that, now I didn't see it, but I told you I was watching a documentary and I only saw it on the plane and I haven't, because I don't have time, I didn't pick up on it when I got home. There was a, it's a series, it's not, it wasn't on Netflix either, I forget where it was on. It was about the comedy club scene in the 70s in L.A. And it really, I mean, clearly they feature and focus on the comics and the characters there, but it really was more about the club owner. And I wonder if it was patterned after the person you're talking about. Maybe. Because she was also very blunt and honest, and it was, listen, this is my club, not yours. Yeah. It also helped that she was working with all up-and-coming comedians, so it was easy to say. Same thing. You stink Yeah, you're good. And this was the same. I wonder if they're tied together somehow. We'll have to Google that, Jerry. Yeah. And as you said, it is. It does feel like the new fall season here at WFN. Like this is the new year, right? We've got yeah. NFL football kicking off uh, this uh, week. We does. We've got Yankees. Uh, I don't know what they're doing. No. Trying to make a playoff run. I don't know what they're doing either. So it feels like like school. You know, like there's it a, does. a school thing. Yeah. Well, listen, school for my kids begins this week. So yeah. away we go. It's a new year. I'll tell you how much it felt like a new year, Jerry. I washed. All three pair of my jeans. Nice. And people left the beach. Uh, people left the beach, yep. That's got to be weird for you. As someone that lives down there, now you've been there for a year and a half. Oh, yeah. Almost. Not quite, but almost. So you've seen the seasons. Are you happier now that we get to Labor Day and you know that certain people are gone until Memorial Day and no. it's a little quieter? Or do you like the hustle and bustle of I the like summer? I like the hustle and bustle of summer because I, I don't have to be in it. I could just be in my house watching it. So yeah, I, do, I will miss. I'll miss the people, Jerry. It's the people that make things special. Is there at least enough people that gives you oh, the yeah. proper environment? Oh yeah, and, and there is. So there's atmosphere people. there oh, even yeah. in the winter. Yes, okay. and especially September, October. And if not, November. you'll take your shirt off and run around nude, and you'll create the environment. I certainly will, Jerry. Uh, a number of people have reached out to me, Jerry, to tell me that the Mets are now sixty nine and sixty nine. I saw that. I found that I find that funny. Jerry, the amount of people sixty nine and sixty nine. It's th- that's all my. That's all when my. When did you become Mister Sixty Nine? I stole it. <laughs> I stole sixty nine from Ronnie the limo driver and on you don't the even Howard like the number on the Howard Stern show, and that Gronk was always thought sixty nine was hilarious. Now I'm the sixty nine guy, <laughs> and one that has no interest in the number. <laughs> no. Or anything about it. I don't. <laughs> but now I'm the when people see 69, they tag me, tag me, tag. Anthony DeComo or something's like, oh, the Mets are now 69 and 60. His thing must be flooded with. <laughs> oh, and must be. Like, Why is everyone tagging? He's not the 69 guy. He's, you are. I'm the 69 guy. I did I see that. People tagged me into their tweets to you, yeah. which I found funny. 69 and 69. It is funny, though, if you think about it, that we would come back on a day yes. where the Mets record is 69 and 69. 69. It could be 70 and 68, 68 right. and 70. Nope. 69 and 69. 69. <laughs> I should tell you also, Jerry, just to be on the lookout, we do have, we, you and I, have tickets to give away today. Oh, I like that. Oh, I didn't put that in the little tweet that I put out. Guns and Roses. I thought we did that already. Do you know where you are, Jerry? You're I, in the I don't. So when are they playing now? You're going to die. I thought they did this already. Let me see when this is for, Jay. I thought the Guns N' Roses was somewhere in the summer. Oh, this is September 12th at MetLife? Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Atlantic City. Ah, that's cool. The Edis Arena. That's Sunday, though. The yes, 12th? Sunday, September 12th. I can't do that. Okay. You're going to die. I was Bam. contemplating the 26th, Corn and Stained. Yeah, I would never at the go Art see Center. That. that sounds awesome. Oh, my God.
That sounds fun. That sounds like a disaster. I saw Maroon 5 on Saturday, so I'm kind of like into the concert thing now. I want to go see another one now. Does that guy ever go shirtless when he sings? At the very end. (laughs) He was, and he was great too. Adam Levine, Adam Levine, we're talking about. He had the shirt on the whole concert and they were awesome. Uh, And then as the concert's going on, you notice a couple of buttons. It's undone. And he even tells you, relax, it's coming off at some point. But here's the thing. He's got so many tattoos. Yes. It doesn't even look like anything. Right. It looks like he's still wearing a, a shirt. A shirt. Yeah. So, like, if he took his shirt off and had the six-pack or the eight-pack abs and was cut and ripped, which he probably is and has, I'd be like, well, okay, I got it. He's going after the women. But there's nothing but ink. Yeah. So you can't really tell what he looks like. And he did do one cool thing where he thanked all the women and thanked the guys for showing up, even though, as he put it, you probably would prefer to be at the Foo Fighters con- concert. And the guy started cheering when he said that. And I looked at my wife, I'm like, yes. Yes. Like, you owe me a Foo Fighters concert now or stained in corn. The thing with the tattoos, I believe that's why a lot of strippers get tattooed because they feel like they're not naked covered in tattoos. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? Yeah, but I don't know that he's a stripper. I don't know no, that I'm he saying, thinks that. Right, but you're saying, like, you even looking at him covered in tattoos, you didn't feel like he was shirtless. No, not at all. Right, I think that's why, not I, at all. why strippers get tattoos. I suppose. I mean, I don't. In porn stars. Have you been? Well, I'm sure you're good into the porn. Do you go to strip clubs at all? I haven't, but I'm aware that strippers have tattoos. Like all over their body? Yeah. Oh, all over, Jerry. Hmm. Okay. I, I would say it would be very difficult to wander into a strip club and not see tattoos on strippers. On all of very, them? On all of them. Really? Well, you know what? Tattoos in society. I feel like yes. everybody's got them now. Mm-hmm. I feel like clearly I am uh, one of few that do not. Yeah. Well, let's get going, Jerry. Let's I, take you this weekend. I, listen, I walked out of Maroon 5 on Saturday night and said, I got to tattoo my backup. Let's go. <laughs> Absolutely. Let's get some tattoos, or my Or the front. This way I look like I got a six-pack. You yeah. never know. Can't mm-hmm. tell. You get that tattoo that looks like a six-pack. No, I did Saturday night, too. Saturday night? Sunday. Sunday. Long weekend. Slip and slide. In your own backyard? No, we had three parties to go to on Sunday. And one of them was a kid's party. Our good friend uh, Keith and Andrea had a uh, sports Olympics for the kids, for their son. Started at noon, basically ended at 8.30. There were 15 events. One of them was a relay slip and slide. So because one of the kids on my son's team had to leave, I got recruited. And, of course, the first event was a slip and slide through water and soap. And you did that? I thought I broke my sternum <laughs> with the head dive. Oh, you did like a Pete Rose? Uh... Yeah, I went head first. I did. And then I had to get up and run through the soap, and then I had to do it back. And I was okay until about a half hour later. I'm like, well, I can't breathe. Yeah, my sternum. <laughs> a little sore today, too, two days later, but we're doing all right. I did see uh, on the uh, WFAN Digital, on the digital platform, there was a video of Evan Roberts slip and sliding. Oh, really? Yeah, doing trying to do various baseball slides. Oh, come on. It was... It was not good. It can't be good. It was not good. And then uh, Izzo, our d- head digital guy, he made a, a GIF out of it. All right, let GIF, me GIF. So now I got to see this because then maybe I can get video yeah. of mine, and we and can, you can compete. We can compare. Yeah. All right, Jerry. What is going on with the Yankees? Uh, in the top before I went on vacation, Jerry, they were won like I don't know the twenty eight uh, straight games or something. Thirteen in a row, they won. They won thirteen in a row, and then I look. They've lost three straight. They've lost they seven lost two of nine. They lost to the Orioles. They lost to the Scrub Orioles. All right, well, uh, this is easy in a couple of ways. What are we ways. doing? Number one, Andrew Haney. Horrendous against the Orioles. Yesterday, uh, Brooks Kriske, I Now, they were losing anyway because they can't score, apparently, yeah. again. 
but he gives up five runs in the ninth inning. And my first thought is, yeah, this is where we're going in a three-run game. And I don't even want to. Say, I don't want to say because I had the game on the radio yesterday. I don't want to say that Susan was surprised, but I felt like, and maybe this was just me thinking because I thought this way. It almost seemed like she was like, well, this guy's coming in. <laughs> game over. Don't know why. But, yeah, he comes in. He was terrible. They don't – they're not hitting again. Joey – and this – what did I tell you about Joey Gallo when, when the Yankees got him here? He stinks. Well, I, no, no. I didn't say that. Oh. I said he's going to hit home runs. You did say And that. you will love him when he hits the home runs. But, my God, is he going to strike out a lot. Yesterday he was – I think, if I have it right, he was 0 for 4, 4 strikeouts. His batting average is down to 195. For the season? 195, yes. And I think when he got here, he was at 206, which is still terrible. But, like, I think he's lost 10 points off his batting average since he's been here. He's had a couple of big moments for sure, and he's not the only reason. But they're just I, – I, I can't explain it. I don't know. Their starting pitching outside of Garrett Cole has not been good. Their relief pitching has not been good. And they don't hit. And they're feeling ever since that Glaber Torres and Gio Urshela came back, they're not winning. And it didn't really cost them yesterday, but Urshela with two errors yesterday. You had Torres another error yesterday. Had the error on Sunday, which was not an error. I shouldn't even call it an error. They called it an infield hit where he's taking a sweet time throwing a first, two run homer next. Suck right now. Yeah. So they've lost seven of nine. We suck right now. And we the Rays suck right now. The Rays were down seven one yesterday to the Red Sox. They came back and won. Is that um, Cashman? That's, that's Brian the, Cashman. Yeah. He sounds like a robot. We suck right now. Well, that's <laughs> that's him. We yeah. suck right now. Yeah, that's about right. And they do. Very Sucre blue. And, and there was a guy when Sal and I were doing the show, I want to say maybe Wednesday of last week or Tuesday, when the Yankees had just hit a little bit of a, it wasn't to this level, it's seven of nine, three straight and seven of nine, but they weren't winning games like they were. They had lost a couple in a row. And the Red Sox, eh, they started winning a little bit, but whatever. And a guy from Boston's like, oh, you guys are talking about the Yankees making the playoffs. You know, the Red Sox are going to pass them. And I like, get off my radio. Get out. Go call Boston. Leave me alone. You know what? The Red Sox are only half game out. So Yankees aren't going to win the East now, right? No. no so no, now no, they're no, just no. going for a wild card. Now you're spot. looking at the wild card. I mean, I think they're. I got, I that's a one game standings. thing still, right? Yes. I think they're now nine out or is it eight and a half? They're far back from the Rays now. This this little slide, the 13 straight got them in the conversation. Not any closer than that, but at least they were in the conversation. This now is like, this would have to be a Met-like collapse on Tampa's part. And the Yankees, the Red Sox would have to get red hot. But then, okay, so let me ask you this then, Jerry. If the Yankees are going for the wild card, do they have a shot at not making that? Yes. Like oh, a, yeah. a decent shot? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Absolutely. That's not Jerry, what are we doing here? This is the new fall season at WFAN. I, this yeah. is where the Yankees go to the playoffs. This is when... The Giants don't suck yet. When the Jets don't suck yet. Early September. Yeah, no, This no. is where we get our ratings, Jerry, for our bonuses. I understand. Where we set uh, advertising rates. You know what I'm saying, Jerry? So, we need the Yankees in the playoffs. Yankees are three and a half games clear of Toronto. So they're only a half game ahead of Boston. So Yankees and Boston are the two wildcard teams. All right. Yankees are only a half game better, but two up in the loss column. So it's better than a half game, but whatever. Half game up. Toronto and Seattle are three and a half behind the Yankees. And they're playing the Blue Jays. Right. And the Blue Jays just smacked them around yesterday. So, and oh, by the way, Oakland is only four back. So you've got those three teams within four games of New York and three and three and a half 
of Boston. Jerry, would you say the baseball playoffs are beginning to heat up? I would say we are getting there, yeah. Well, luckily. September baseball, here we go. You said the only good Yankee pitcher is Garrett Cole. He does pitch tonight. Against? Good. Steven Matz. That's right. The former Met. I will take the Yankees tonight. You for will? For sure, yes. They will be part a of. A for sure win. Yeah, 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 yeah. I Yes, 100%. Hmm. So I took them last week with Garrett Cole. They won. All right. Although I lost the second part of the bet, but whatever. Anyhow, all right, let's take a quick break. You got it, Jerry. We are off and running. It's 518, warm-up show until 6, and then, yes, Boomer and Geo are back at the top of the hour here on The Fan. Don't go away. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact. So jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Jerry. Do you know where you are? You're in the jungle, Jerry. You're going to die. Wait, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> this copy says this, Jerry. This is the copy that's written for professional broadcasting. Yeah. Guns and Roses are effing back. <laughs> what? <laughs> Be calling number, uh, we'll do seven. 866-540-WFAN. That's 866-540-9326. For your chance to win a pair of tickets to see Guns N' Roses with special guests, it's the debut of Wolfgang Van Halen's Mammoth VH. No kidding. Yeah, it's this Sunday, Jerry. September 12th at the Edis Arena at the Hard Rock Hotel Casino in Atlantic City. Plus, qualify for the grand prize, Jerry. An overnight stay at the Hard Rock. Tickets are on sale now. For information, visit HardRockHotelAtlanticCity.com. You're going to die. What does that mean you're going to die, Jerry? Dead. You're real soon. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'm not sure. Maybe the, the show is going to kill you. It's going to be so terrible or so good. Who I think knows? he means like the jungle you're going to die. The right. jungle, I think, is like when you move, when you're like a young person and you and you decide you're going to move to Hollywood, Jerry, and become an actor. Okay. You're going to die. <laughs> I never really thought about lyrics until I got older. Yeah. We just kind of listen to the songs. And now, it's like right, now, like in my 40s, I, look, I actually look at the lyrics. Finally, now you're beginning to interpret lyrics, Jerry. Yeah, there's a band. I, I forget the name of the band. It's called Willow. I forget, but it's Travis Barker, isn't it? And the name of the song is Hollywood Sucks. Yeah. Love it because it's talking about L.A. and the scene. It's pretty cool. Where are you hearing all these new songs? Uh, 92.3. All right. For our sister station. Yeah. Uh, I hear some on Spotify where I get recommendations right. for what I listen to. So I will get new music there. Okay. Uh, and some satellite. All right. Mostly 92.3, though. You're real. loving the 92.3? I do. I do like 92.3. I know three. you do. You love it, Jerry. I do. Jerry, it's a uh, football season. By the way, Joe Judge joins us this morning at the 910. Oh, I thought that was our guest at 530. No. Oh, okay. He's going to be on with Boomer and Geo. He's Gio. on with Boomer and Geo. All right. So, guys, if you read the tweet yeah. that I sent out, no special guest at 530, but we will take your calls about the Giants offensive no. line at 545. And this is going <laughs> to be my nightmare, Jerry. Oh, All I know. All I saw on my time I, off. Dude, I know. It's all I know. offense. I'm not doing it. We're not so doing it So you know what's funny year. about that is, and this has to go to the Cowboys now because yeah. I'm dealing in Cowboy land. Zach Martin got COVID, and he can't play Thursday night. And he's arguably, Ezekiel Elliott called him their best player. Like, he's really good. And so the panic right now is about the Cowboys offensive line against the Bucks. 
and Dak Prescott having zero time to throw, plus he's got the surgically repaired ankle, the shoulder is finally healthy, and they're legit, like the Cowboy fans are legit worried about him going into Thursday night. Right. Because the offensive line might get overrun by the Bucks. So I can't do I'm telling you, you need offensive if line. If I was you, I would take some of those shekels you're making on the side yeah. from all these endorsements you've got. I have a lot of and I would hire somebody okay. to answer phones on Monday. <laughs> I would. On Mondays after the Giants. Ten dollars an hour, five Those to two. ten, fifty bucks it cost you. Because here's what happens, Jerry. Like Daniel Jones will throw like five interceptions. Saquon He's never Barkley. thrown five in a game. Saquon Barkley will run for you like twelve yards for the entire game. People will be like, the offensive line, man. They oh, I, was that a stoned fan? Yeah. <laughs> Someone high on weed. <laughs> weed, weed, weed. The offense hey man, you can't expect you can't expect because no one ever wants to admit that Saquon Barkley was a bad uh, draft pick that high up because he was running on that back. team. He was right, so it'll be like, "Hey man, you can't expect him to run with no." You see, he's getting hit behind the line, man. Totally, man. You see, <laughs> Daniel Jones, he's running for his life back there, man. Yeah, yeah. Most important part of a team. But no and one, they can't get it right. It's not sexy, though. That's why. It's not. No, it's right, not. You draft offensive linemen, we're not interested. It's not sexy, but, you know, when the Cowboys did it, they drafted offensive linemen in the first and second round. I want to say three years in a row. And you go back to the year with Romo where they went, what did they go? I think they went 13-3. and three, Yeah. And they was just, they were humming. If they had a defense, they might have won something. But it's, it's, it is not sexy. You're right. I mean, that is how you win. But it's not sexy, and it's boring. People want the big quarterback. They yes. want the running back, the wide, wide receiver. Receivers. Great. Even defensive guys we want who yes. can smack the other quarterback. Does not face. work. If you ain't got those five guys up front, you got no oh chance. Gosh. And that when Dave Gettleman's time is done here, because yeah. I don't think they're winning the Super Bowl anytime soon, that is what he'll be remembered for. I need Boomer and Geo to ask Joe Judge today at 9, 10 a.m., are we going to be taking offensive line calls <laughs> nonstop this year? That's a you know what good question for a him good to answer. Question, right, yes, Jay? It is a very good question to his answer. Oh I agree. My goodness, we had Terry Collins on last week. I heard he was, was tremendous. He, he fired up. He, he was great. He really he was from. He was down in Florida. He was like he was shot out of a cannon. He was yeah. He was really. He's doing some games. He's doing a few games on the radio now. Yeah. He's gonna with uh, Howie out. He's going to do, I don't know how many, but a good handful of games, I think. Did they come to you, or did you guys look for Terry no, we Collins? Went, so we wanted, I wanted to do something Met-related, not you know, not for an hour or anything, but just with what was going on last week. I mean, it was so bizarre with this team. And I know Sal works with them at SNY. Oh, he works with Terry Collins. A little bit. on You know, on video. No, they're not in the same studio. And I said, what are the chances you'd put them, you know, he's like, I'll ask. And so we sent him an email. He couldn't have been nicer. He goes, yeah, sure, I'll come on. So nice. He did a nice 9 o'clock or maybe 8 o'clock, I think it was. 8 o'clock. And then uh, it was. I thought he was great. It really, it was fun. Hmm. I look forward to him doing the games now with Wayne yeah. Randazzo. Oh, he's doing with the old, uh, old-timer old Wayne Randazzo. Yeah. Well, I would assume so. I can't imagine he's doing a unless, – unless Wayne's off a couple of days, which he might yeah. be. I doubt it, though. All right. I would think. Now, I, I see in this other stuff, Jerry, about Saquon Barkley – that he's still not fully cleared to play Sunday against the Broncos. He's playing. But he did make it through padded practice. So, yes. And I guess there's another padded practice. Padded practice means what? That they smack full each contact. other around full yeah. contact? I, but but I don't think they're going at it, you know, like a real guy. Yes, yeah. it's full contact, but I think it's limited. I don't have high hopes for him this year. 
Why not have high hopes for the team? Yeah, I don't have high hopes for the team or for Saquon Barkley. Prove me wrong. Well, we'll see. Put your name on it. And I do know he was named a captain. He was voted a captain. Is that right? So was Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. I saw a very exciting captain naming, uh, and I'm very excited about it. The Raiders, Jerry. They named Richie Incognito a captain. He's uh, turned over a new leaf. He was a bully back in the day. He's a leader now. I, I... Even if he's still a bully, a bad guy, I want the Raiders, Jerry. The Raiders that I know and love are bad guys. They promote bad guys. They do bad things. So I was happy to see <laughs> Richie Incognito <laughs> of you getting were. a Raider captain. Yeah. He's, turned, he's changed his life and his career. Did we ever find out, was he really a bully? Or I think so, yes. He was. Yes, I believe so. Now he's a captain. Yeah. You know what the Raiders say, Jerry? Just win. Just win, baby. Something Just they haven't win, uh, done very much of <laughs> in the last 25 years. Not only was he a bully, Al, he beat up a Porsche or something with a baseball bat. Oh, do you oh, remember that? Oh, my gosh, I forgot about mind. that. Yeah. Not only did he bully that dude on the team. And Jonathan Martin, I think Jonathan his name was. Martin, yes. Is that right? Yeah. You're right. And he's right. He took a baseball bat to a car, an automobile. Yeah. And, he was nuts. And think that had to have no, been that incognito thing in Miami has to be ten years has ago. No, be. yes. Is is Jonathan Martin even still playing? I don't think so. I didn't know Richie Incognito was still playing. Now he's a captain. Jerry. Let's see. My I'm captain. checking in on Jonathan Martin. Let's see. Let's see. Let's he's see. My, is he offensive line? He's only thirty two. Former offensive tackle. So Martin, yes, he is done. He was drafted. So his career wasn't very long. He played for the Dolphins and the Forty ers Yeah. Drafted in 2012. Oh, he's got to be ticked to see Richie Incognito as a captain now. I would the certainly Raiders. think so, yeah. What would you ask me? The Raiders. Richie Incognito. This is going to be a terrible question oh, for geez. a man in my stature at uh, Sports Talk Radio. He's offensive lineman <laughs> or he's defensive? <laughs> yes. He's offensive? He's offensive lineman. <laughs> we need him here at the Giants, Jerry. Get him here. He's a captain. Let's go. I like it that that's <laughs> what made you think that this is going to be a terrible question. <laughs> As opposed to, did you see the Met game last night? <laughs> no, I did not. <laughs> By the way, I was listening to Sal coming in. Yeah. Uh, I was excited to see that uh, Jerry Seinfeld joined Steve Summers last 25 night. Minutes, almost th- almost 25 minutes. Almost 30 minutes, yeah. First of all. Whoever is in charge of the WFA and digital Twitter feed, their promotion of it, they're always like, "Yeah, will it be a conversation about nothing?" Oh boy, oh, it's like the most generic. <laughs> but I was like, "All right, I guess I'll listen to this." Then I heard Sal saying that Seinfeld was like, "Oh, he loves Edwin Diaz," and I was like, do I, "They're going to make I... the playoffs." He said, oh, "I stopped. See, this is why I know. Do I go back and listen to that now? I don't know." He said he doesn't like the fans nice. booing. He doesn't like the fans. He doesn't. Booing. He does not. <laughs> you can download it. Listen on your way home. You're always <laughs> listening for thinking. something, right? And I was thinking Steve. I'll listen. I do love Steve. I know you do. I'll listen to it on my. By the way, Seinfeld is coming to Netflix October first. Yes, for the Pop Tart movie. Is there's a movie coming out too? A That's what he told movie? Steve. He did a movie about the, the history of the Pop Tart. <laughs> oh yeah, I did hear he was doing that. Yeah, that's being released. Also I soon? Do, I thought so. Oh, okay, perhaps not. I thought that's what he was discussing. Oh, so maybe they'll come out together. That would make sense. Maybe. All right, we gotta take a break. Twenty five mm-hmm. in front of six. Warm up show till then, and then the boys are back. Their names are Boomer and Geo on the fan. 
What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Quick moving hour. Warm show is back. So we're Boomer and Gio at the top. You have the uh, the Yankees losing again yesterday. The, I mean, I mean, good lord. I mean, the loss by the Mets yesterday was just atrocious. Uh, and so we go, and so it goes, and so it goes. Did Billy Joel sing that one time? And so it goes, and so will I soon, I suppose. There you go. I cue you. You sing. Yeah. So it goes. Also attributed to Kurt Vonnegut. Who's that? An philosopher. Author. Kurt Vonnegut. What he so writes? Slaughterhouse Five, Cats Cradle. Oh, I thought that was the Cats in the Cradle in the Silver oh, that's Harry Spoon. Chief. Little Boy Blue and the Man in the Moon. All right, that's a song about spending time with your children. Yes, Gary. and then when you decide to, it's too late. Too late. They're They've not interested on. in you. Right, because you aren't interested in them. Right. Very sad song. You're too busy working. Now that you are not working and you want to spend time with your kids, they've moved on to their life. Yeah. Very sad, sad song. Hold on to your children. <laughs> Love that. How would you know? <laughs> you can't even hold on to a dog. You're trying to give it away. <laughs> Jerry, the dog has the show on. Do not say that. How did that. that go while you were off? Oh. Well. She's sleeping any better? No. <laughs> nope. A little easier when you're not working. Yeah, because you could go back to sleep. Right. Yeah. Because so, I, no. I saw the show she came out at 1130 last night. <laughs> <laughs> wow, he's up already. <laughs> well, listen, Jerry, I know it. Uh, yeah. I, I slept in two shifts. I slept. Yeah. Then I woke up, walked the dog, fed the dog, had some coffee, went back to Had bed. some coffee? Yeah, stayed up for a little while. Wow. Watched some TV, back to sleep, and then uh, started my day for a second time. Good Lord. Yeah. Uh, so here's an uh, th- a thing, Jerry. Uh, the concession workers. These are the people that work uh, the concessions. concessions. <laughs> That's stupid. The concession booths, Jerry, uh, in San Francisco where the Giants play. Yeah, what is that? And not AT and T anymore. It's Pac called Bell. What is Oracle it called now? Park. Oracle Park. Okay. They're going. Uh, they voted to go on strike. Yeah, but here's the, here's where they blew it. They had an opportunity. They vote to go on strike, right. and they had one or two games left after they voted yes. I think ninety seven percent voted yes. Yes. But they yes. can, and and this is because they've had a lot of COVID cases. They feel like they're they're citing concerns over COVID safety and their health coverage. Fair enough, all understood. If you're going to go on strike, go on strike because now what happened was they convinced them to work Saturday and Sunday, and then the Giants are on a six game road trip now, so now they're at the negotiating table. Right. So if they really wanted, because if they, no one would have shown up on Sunday to a packed house against, uh, they played the Dodgers, I think this weekend. Or is that yesterday? I'm like the days are just running into one another. So you're saying if you're going to strike, 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 go do it because they had they had power. I mean, could you imagine how upset fans would have been if they showed up to the ballpark Sunday and everything was closed? Right. But instead, no they showed up. I guess in good faith. So I guess it's a good thing. And now they're going to negotiate it. I never got to be part of a strike. Ah, uh, me neither. I've come. No, I shouldn't say I've come close. There have there were discussions. Is that right? Back in, I would say in radio or yeah. your Pathmark days. No, 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 not no, not the supermarket. That was all glorious. Um, 
That was probably back in the mid two, like the two thousand seven eight time. The update guys are going to go on strike. There were some people. Well, there was more than that, and there was more stations involved. Oh, and there was a there was a meeting, and there was a thought, and it f never, this, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> it never got any further than just conversation. Yeah, I never got to be a part of that, Jerry. Where I walk, uh, where I walk with a sign. You want the big rat? With you? <laughs> no, I don't want the rat. Cause, oh, where I would. Yeah. More, yes. That would be part of your. Yeah. Striking. Set the rat up and then I'm picketing out front with the rat. Right. Yes. And then I would yell at anyone crossing the line. Oh, you you'd be rat. one of those guys, huh? You were rat. I'm sure it's right. That was when Boomer tied somebody, uh, you know, to the front of the bus by the testicles right. if they crossed the line. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Uh, I also think sometimes, like, for the people, like, when you go on strike, not everybody, a lot, sometimes people do go on strike. But they don't walk the picket line. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do. I'd be like, if I'm on strike, I'm going to stay. I'm taking home. off. Right. <laughs> I'm going a great adventure on a Tuesday in the summer. <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to walk the picket line. Sit on the beach. Just let me know when we're going back to work, guys. I would be afraid to cross a picket line because I'd be sure. afraid that someone will beat me up. I think it depends on the union. Yeah. You know, I mean, I don't know that the radio picket line would have been that brutal. <laughs> not exactly uh, the Teamsters. <laughs> no, exactly. Harris Allen put me in a headlock. Get it. I'd be you, worried about Harris. Not many others, though. You're right. <laughs> Do not cross this picket line. Mark right, Malusis like, could could probably wrestle you to the ground. I would not cross, like, the plumber's picket line. Those guys would club you with a wrench. <laughs> well, we could have microphones in our hand. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I was beaten down by who's, like, the guy who does 10-10 wins uh, morning? Lee Harris. <laughs> Lee Harris beat me up as I was crossing the picket line to come do the show. I'm not sure that would happen. Uh, maybe I'd be one of the guys that does, like, a scrub show or whatever, scab show. <laughs> there you, you could. That could be. Well, of course, some people would say we do that every morning from 5 to 6 already. <laughs> we do a scab show. Right, because you're not paid. Oh, so, yeah. Right. We go on strike, Jerry. Tomorrow we, walk, <laughs> tomorrow we walk the picket line. Be a big uproar. Oh, yeah. All four people would complain. <laughs> and one would be your mom and the other would be my mom. <laughs> and Sal, because he'd have to go to six. <laughs> <laughs> and he was dying this morning. We'd have to get Sal to join our picket line. Yeah, I wouldn't want to cross Sal on a picket line. No, Sal, I wouldn't cross him. Mm-mm. He'd be a tough one. Crazy, yeah. He's not crazy. <laughs> but you could see him getting a little nuts. But he doesn't seem, he seems nuts in front of a microphone. Yes. He seems very calm, not Sal in is. front of a Sal microphone. is one of the friendliest, most yeah. fun guys I know. Yes. That is very true. I did see that the uh, Houston Texans, Jerry, have named Tyrod Taylor their starter. They have, yes. What is going, is Deshaun, He's is active. so funny? Craig has been pretending that he knows that Deshaun Watson is going to the Dolphins for months yeah months months then last week while i was out i kept seeing like yeah is that happening and as of now it's not and there were some people in miami that were like i don't know where these are coming from we're not trading for deshaun watson yeah but it's out there it is out there again and i don't know if he started it if ian rapaports i don't know who has started this um and i guess it's been going on for months but i don't know how any team could trade for him until that situation right. is done correct so he's going to be what I read healthy scratch. So the over under for Texans wins this year is going to be like <laughs> one half a game. <laughs> they can't be expected that they're supposed to be. I think the worst team in football. I this would year. think so. There's so much going on there. That stinks. Like if you're a fan, they we'll just ask just... the Jets. <laughs> They've had plenty of those years. They I have. Where you're starting off knowing. Yeah. Like, like even, at least you have Zach Wilson. So regardless of how the Jets do this year, if he plays well, right. I think as a Jet fan, the future is bright and you feel good about it. And you'll deal with this year because you know what's on the other side. 
for the Texans, what, like, what is there? Nothing. 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 Right, the Jets have a new coach. By the way, I was at a barbecue, Labor Day weekend barbecue, yeah. and a guy told me that he ran into uh, Robert Salah, the Jets uh, head coach, mm-hmm. at uh, Whole Foods in Morristown. Sure. I said he was by himself shopping? Well, what? Uh, he does eat. <laughs> What do you think they have person? I mean, I'm sure like the I'm sure Bill Belichick probably pays someone or he has it delivered. Okay, but Rob Sala, why not? Right. I said, were people surrounding him? He said no. He said he gave him uh, when he when it was just hit the two of them in the aisle. Right. He gave him the uh, good luck, coach. There you go. I'm sure he gets a lot of that. Quick. Yeah. Didn't stop him and uh, interrupt him, but let him know I know who you are. Like at the end of the day, they're still like Boomer's show on Friday night. Yeah. You, I mean, we know Boomer as we see him every day. People still think of him as the quarterback and the MVP and as the star on TV. I thought watching him ripping all that paneling down and doing, like, that was pretty cool. These guys do this stuff. I'm sure Boomer goes and, I don't know if he food shops, but he might. He does. He always, he'll tell me all the time, I went down to Citarell, I bought this, this, and that. He, Boomer's the type, though, he he goes out so often, I think, he's buying meal at a time. Right. Like, he'll decide tonight he's making salmon. He'll so go he'll buy, buy the salmon today. Yeah. Go buy yeah. it today. Get it fresh. Which is the smart way to do it if you have the time. Yes. Because then the food doesn't go to waste then, as opposed to doing the way I do it. We go to Costco every two weeks, and we buy food for an army. <laughs> and it just sits there. Right. And Boomer went into a CVS the uh, day before the boat party. We I was in before we went to dinner. Went into CVS for, I forget what the hell he needed, but just rolled up in his Raptor, walked in. Boom, CVS. In, in Islip. In Islip. No kidding. His hometown. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, I did watch that celebrity renovation. It was very good. That Boomer did, yeah, Friday night. I couldn't believe he got the girl on the clamming boat. Yes, he was clamming and everything. Yeah. That doesn't look so fun to me, i got to be honest. No, no clamming I, listen, You terrible. like it, good for you, I'm out. Yeah, I'm not clamming. No chance. That did not look good. And, and what a they, crappy morning they had. And then they, I didn't know this. They pulled the clam right out of the sea or wherever they were. And he, she ate it. And ate it. Ugh, a raw, nice clams. A, a raw clam? Oh, no thanks. I'll pass. Raw oysters, I know, is the thing. Uh, yeah. But I clams, I thought you had to fry. All right, we got to take a quick clam break. Clam strips. We will come back. <laughs> clam strips. <laughs> we'll come back uh, and wrap things up. We'll get you to Boomer in Geo. Year 15 for the Booms begins. But right now in Odyssey. Eat Sports, clams. Yes. In Odyssey Sports Minute with Amy Lawrence, who talks about this NFL franchise in question. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry, the superheroes of WFA. A couple more minutes, we'll get you to Boomer and Geo. Yankees lose, Mets lose, blah, blah, blah. What else, Al? I saw that uh, Pete Alonso hit his 30th home run, with which uh, put Keith, them in the lead. Yeah, and Keith Hernandez said it was a nice little number there. It is a good number. Could he hit 10 more, Jerry, or no? No. no. Could he? Yes. Will he? No. Could he hit? Will he hit? he get five. Five more. Yeah. 35, sure. respectable. I think 35. I don't know what his RBI total is. I don't think 30 is great. You need 35. Well, 30, you, I mean, when we were kids, if you hit 30, yeah. man, that was all. Remember in Strawberry, hit the 39? It was like, man, this is like Babe Ruth. Yeah. And then everything changed, of course. But, yes. yeah, I mean, well, you've got Otani, I think, has 42 he has, he, yeah, or 43. Had, I forget. You've got uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr., I think, he now has. has Right, he did that yesterday. So yeah, I mean, thirty's good. You know, you're you're certainly a power hitter. But I, I saw they go Vlad Guerrero Jr. is the youngest Blue Jay. Yeah, to hit forty. I was trying was to think it Jesse Barfield. I don't. I was trying to think of other, but that's a good one, Jesse Barfield. I was trying to think of like who, what other Blue Jays. I feel like I read Jesse Barfield. Yeah, 
I don't know who else. I'm not sure. I was trying to think of Blue Jays from the 1980s. I came this up with This is right up your nothing. alley. I know. Nothing, huh? They must not have had uh, big big teams back then. Wasn't Dave Steeb on the <laughs> Blue Jays? He was a pitcher, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why that name just popped Definitely. into my head. Because you probably had his card when you were a kid. Roger Clemens was a Blue Jay. Yeah. David Cohn was a Blue Jay. That I don't recall. Wasn't he? Did I have that right, Eddie? He was, yeah. On the World Series. Wouldn't that's he? right. That's right. Oh. That's right. There you go. Mm. Blue Jays for life. <laughs> Jerry, did you see the fan? There was uh, the Duke's Mayo Classic college football game. Right. It was uh, Clemson, uh, Georgia. Okay. They showed uh, that some dude in the stands. He was uh, had a big tub of Duke's Mayo. He was just oh. But we see this from time to time. Eating spoonfuls. Yeah, but we've even seen like women at games eating the mayonnaise yeah. with a spoon. It's That's gross. Weird. I don't what eat do you mayonnaise want? with a spoon. What are you coming glaring at me for? What did I do? I don't eat mayo. Nice to see you too, sir. I did. You're order, 15. You better go for 25, please. I did order. I a long a, way to go. I did order a. Speaking of mayo, Jerry, I did order a. WFAN <laughs> and WFAN FM, New York and Odyssey Station. Be part of the show. Call the fan at 877-337-6669. Powered by Superbook. Better odds and favorable prices. Yeah, I jumped that a little bit. So we still have time. <laughs> yeah, we're, <gonna> know. <laughs> we're back. <laughs> and we're back. Good. I could tell so my, talk about my important Mayo. story. <laughs> no, I ordered a sub. I didn't see them make it. But when I got home and I opened it, there was mayo remnants on the, <laughs> en- on the now, end. Now, did you ask them like you usually do? No, because I ordered it online. Oh. So I couldn't say clean off the knife. They clearly did not clean off the mayo knife and cut my sub sand. And so what'd you do? Did you throw it out? I was an adult, Jerry, and I uh, I, I used the napkins to wipe it off. Oh, you didn't quarterize it and then throw <laughs> no, that no, out? No, no, then... Well, uh, you know, I was disappointed. I will say I was disappointed. Do you at least do oil and vinegar? No. Just nothing? Nothing, Jerry. Everything dry. WFAN and WFAN FM. Got this right this time. And Odyssey Station. The fan is on your smart speaker. To listen to the home of New York sports, just say, Hey Siri, play WFAN.